0: And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, just plain right. And I'm telling you, this show is covering some ground. We've got uh, all the way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to and parts of Georgia, Tennessee, and Mississippi thrown in just for good measure. Sitting here in the right side studio is using my brand new microphone that the boomer got me. Thank you, bro. You're welcome. Still sounds, liking it. Sounds good. I'm, I'm I just, you know, like I said, makes me sound silky smooth. <laughs> makes my voice just, 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 just sexy. All right, uh, move on, Phil. Move on. Move on quickly. All right. So, hey, here's the deal. We're in number one of the triple dipper, congressional chess, because that's what it is. There's some brinksmanship right now going on. There are an on. There's an ongoing battle among some of the more conservative members of the GOP. Who, who by and large, uh, I think much of the base sees their positions as being the ones they want. And so here's the thing. First of all, let me just make sure you, you, you hear me say this. I think eventually McCarthy's going to wind up getting it. I, I do. But I don't disagree with the fight they're having right now. And here's why. I mean, first of all, look at other governments. You've got like you know, the, the need to build consensus or coalition governments in places like Israel and Great Britain, where they where they can't quite get themselves together. So they have to jockey among all the different factions to try and build what they call a coalition government. Very common. Not not something that happens here very often because we've become such a two party system. Back in the day when we had more than one party, when the Whig Party was there and the Republicans broke out of the Whig Party. And, you know, you know, I don't know if we're going to ever have a three party system, a true three party system. But right now we got mainly two. And within the two, you're going to wind up having factions. That's why you've got the Democrats. Uh, they have the progressive left, the wokists, if you will, uh, who who guide social culture and, and, and steer it hard to the left. And on the conservative side, you've got people like the Freedom Caucus. And I do not disagree with the fact that we need some rule changes. So what I'm hearing right now, Charlene was texting me a few minutes ago because, man, she's watching this like a hawk right now, too. I'm telling you, my wife is more politically astute than me. But she, she's watching this. She texted me a while ago and said, if you watch Fox News, the majority of the commentary is, oh, these people, that are just trying to jimmy up the works. They're trying to mess things up. If they would get out of the way and let us get business going, we're, we're slowing things down. One day. One day. Now, I will tell you this. There is precedent for it taking longer than a day, and I suspect it's going to take longer than a day today. I don't I don't think we're going to have a Speaker of the House seated today. So, you know, if that worries you, brace yourselves because it's coming. I don't think they'll get there today. And I, and I almost think they can't get there today uh, for the Freedom Caucus to be seen as taking a stand, really, at all. I think they have going to have to recess this evening. McCarthy's going to have to make phone calls, hold meetings, talk to people, try to soothe some some feelings. And, and, and what I just heard a while ago, uh, Representative Chip Roy of Texas, who I, I think the world of Chip Roy. I mean, that guy is a I mean a, he's a true believer, man, I'm going to tell you right now. And he is a firebrand. And When he gets on the floor, he'll give some speeches that will light people up. And Chip Roy just came on Fox News a while ago. He was one of those when they began to sort of break the mold on getting rid of the people who are just getting in the way. And they had Chip Roy on. He laid it out real clear he said, look, here's, what, here's the deal. Here's what we're doing. We want the rules to change. He said, there should not be a speaker who is unremovable. We've got to have the ability to say, you're doing a horrible job. We want to recall you. And so they want the ability then to have this, the opportunity to go into uh, a session and have as long as it's, and right now what McCarthy has offered is All right, you got to have at least five people. Well, right now it's been like upwards of 50 people, and you had, and according to Nancy Pelosi's rule, you had to have a member of leadership, which wasn't going to happen, make the motion. Not going to happen. The rank and file wants to know they have some clout on the floor because their people sent them there to have some clout on the floor. Does not bother me a bit. So if McCarthy's doing a good job, he won't have issues. And if McCarthy's doing a good job, he won't have to worry about five members getting together and making a motion uh, to uh, unseat the Speaker of the House. Um, I believe it's was called a, a motion to vacate the chair is the official name for it. That's how we got rid of John Boehner. Well, I, after John Boehner went through that, then, you know, we got Paul Ryan, who was kind of tepid. And then Paul Ryan, after that, we got Nancy Pelosi, who then changed the rules to benefit her and make herself immovable. Well, we, we can't have that. So, the first thing they're asking for right now, and he made it very clear, Chip Roy did, what they're asking for is the opportunity to say the rank and file can make a motion, just a motion, call it for a vote. And if the motion prevails, new speaker. If the motion doesn't prevail, back to the regular order of business. Doesn't seem that drastic. Now I I do agree there needs to be some number of co-sponsors, okay? You can't just have one person every day going up there and trying to bring a motion. I think that would be too much. But I don't see a problem with saying that x number of members, not just leadership, not just those who have committee chairmanships, but rank and file members can get together and go, "You know what? He or she is doing a horrible job. Why do we put up with this?" They're they're not they're not defending our interests. They're not Representing our constituency. They're not doing anything conservative. And so we're going to make a motion to vacate the chair. That's first. Number two, McCarthy has been floating the rules changes to get away from things that Pelosi's been doing, like proxy voting. Did you know upwards of 200 members of Congress, when they voted for that $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bill, up to 200 members were not even there? They called their vote in because they were already home for Christmas. Now, I got news. I understand remote work, but that's not remote work. That's lazy. That's people who got elected to do a job who it felt better for them to be at home and just make a phone call because, oh, no, you know, COVID. <laughs> Stop. And they've stopped doing Zoom hearings. They're gonna not, not going to do Zoom hearings anymore because, you know what, the pandemic is behind us. Life gets back to normal. The people's business deserves the in-per- in- in-person representation that you got elected to bring to bear. Okay, all these things are happening. McCarthy needs 218 votes. Well, he's only got 222 Republicans, so he can't lose more than four. Um, well, they thought he was going to lose five. Well, he lost 19. 19. So the man can't get 19, which is, let's see, how many, how many, we have 222. Remember, you got a calculator? Hang on a second. I'm going I'm I'm to do round numbers. 222 what percentage is 19 of 222 uh, oh Lord uh. <laughs> it's it's roughly nine percent in my head uh, I just I just did a, a round figure uh, run but I think that's like nine percent of the Republican caucus so yeah um, we'll see what boomer comes up with I think that's right but anyway that's a that's a healthy chunk I mean at first you know 19 out of 487 members no 19 out of 222. So that's like 8 or 9% of his caucus is not supporting him right now. So how long can this go, Phil? Well, redstate.com. Redstate.com talking about this chess game that we're in. And by the way, I had somebody call this the GOP's Mech Problems. We got Mech Problems. McCarthy McConnell McDaniel. Ah, (laughs) I see what we did there. Uh, the time has finally come for Nancy Pelosi to hand over the Speaker's gavel, says Red State, and to be relegated to the Democrats' back bench of normal rank-and-file members. But at precisely noon local time, the 118th Congress will convene. They did. Republicans will officially take over. They did. With a very slim 222 to 212 majority. That's true. Uh, one Virginia seat remains opening. Uh, a Democrat passed away recently, so that seat's still open. Um, Kevin McCarthy, Red State points out, has been thought to be a shoe-in for Speaker at one point. He's now taking hits. He needs 218. He doesn't have it. He has, he has less than that. He has 199. How about that? Um, so, wow. Um, the entire chamber has to gather to elect. And here's the way this works. The clerk of the court, where's that story I've got that talks about this? The clerk of the court presides. And the clerk of the court is is not elected official. She's a civilian. She's She's the the, the, the member appointed to preside, and she presides. Oh, same story, Red State. The clerk of the house, I said clerk of the court, clerk of the house, Cheryl Johnson, will call the house to order. She presides over the proceedings until a new speaker is elected. She's the one you see on the TV calling the roll. And as she's calling the roll, she continues to preside until we get a speaker. In the year 1859, it took 133 votes all the way into February before they were able to seat a speaker because of a similar kerfuffle they had back then. So this is not unprecedented. This has never not happened before. Thank you, John, from Lexington. It says 8.6%. Derm, booms. Oh, you got it too. You just pulled it up. Member's <laughs> waiting for me to pause and take a breath and he could tell me. Yeah, eight. I'll the honest. I'm pretty proud of myself. I said between 8 and 9%. That's pretty darn good that was good that was just in my head like the rain man five five minutes to wapner five minutes to wapner do you remember that movie rain man oh yeah okay rain man all right i know that movie <laughs> uh, all right um listen it's an issue it's an issue that's going to get resolved we're going to wind up having a speaker um and it'll probably wind up being mccarthy But McCarthy, the Freedom Caucus is holding the line right now because they say that they have not been given adequate opportunity to literally represent their constituencies on the floor. And they want some things too, like, you know, how about before you bring a $1.7 trillion, 4,150 page omnibus spending bill, how about you give us, mm, I don't know, a couple of days to read it? Nancy Pelosi jammed that thing through in the first day it came from the Senate and then got out of town for Christmas. Unreal. Well, I don't think anything the Freedom Caucus is asking for is crazy. Now, there are them, there are those who are like, we got to get on to the people's business. It's day one, dude. Day one. Day one. And does it look funny to others? Maybe, but I take heart in knowing that we have some people up there who are willing to go to bat. And I will say this: whereas I know Congressman Mike Rogers, and he's a nice guy. Uh, he apparently stepped out of line this morning, at least in the eyes of the Freedom Caucus. Chip Roy said, yeah, you know, things were a little better this morning until Congressman Mike Rogers of Alabama decided to threaten us. And, and of course, you know, the Fox News commentator says, i uh, threaten you. Can, you. can you tell us what they? Yeah, he said he told us he was going to make sure that we lost all of our committee positions if we didn't get on board with his what he called coronation of McCarthy. So we all went and voted no. <laughs> How about that? Thank you, Congressman Rogers, for uh, helping to fan the flames of uh, the congressional chess we have going on. But Boomer, take us to a break, brother. We'll do that right now. We'll come right back. I'm going to keep this going for a little bit, and then top of the hour, you're going to want to stay tuned. A friend of mine, Mike Russell from D.C., who's been doing political consultancy up there for quite a while, he'll be here to give us sort of the lay of the land, and assuming we get a speaker, which we will, we'll get to the point that we know what their agenda is and how much they're going to get done. All right, folks. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. We are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right, saving the world one soundbite at a time. Um, So in this whole situation of what's going on up in D.C., up in in the swampland, I will tell you this. Uh, You heard me mention in terms of Alabama's connections that um, Congressman Mike Rogers, uh, who is, you know, uh, he's a good guy. He's he's scheduled to be the uh, chair of armed services, and and that's an important position for Alabama. He's also... um, He's also a conservative slash moderate. All right. He's what I would call one of the calmer, you know, in terms of uh, his conservatism. Uh, he, he's, he's really a moderate. And Robert Adderholt, a uh, great guy. Uh, I like uh, Congressman Adderholt uh, myself uh, personally. Um, he's not known for being a firebrand. Uh, anyway, Gary Palmer, founder of the Alabama Policy Institute. Uh, long held the position as being you know, one of the more conservative members of the political scene in Alabama, um, and uh, Dale Strong. All four of them have come out and said they are voting for McCarthy, and they have. Uh, and then Mike Rogers also apparently made the comment that he was going to see what he could do to uh, have these members of the Freedom Caucus stripped of their committee positions if they didn't get on board with McCarthy. Well, that's the wrong song. And this is, by the way, they're exercising their rights. And they, you know, it, it's it's truly, it's early in the negotiations. You might say, well, Phil, it's 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 late. Nah, listen. They're going to wind up voting on this for a bit, and 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 don't don't fret over it. Uh, this is the right. This is government. This is what's supposed to happen. Just to be honest with you, this is what's supposed to happen. If McCarthy had gotten all the votes he needed in caucus two or three months ago, there'd be no leverage to get some conservative um, policy and rules changes in place to make things better than what they've been. So I am not sweating this right now, um, but oh, I mentioned a minute ago I was I was talking about the uh, the Alabama delegation. So uh, of course Terry Sewell is our our sole Democrat. She didn't. She's not voting for. It. She's voting for Hakeem Jeffries. They're trying to get. Um, and by the way, Hakeem Jeffries actually got more votes than uh, McCarthy did. That's not good. Um, so yeah, right now I'm looking at the most recent vote on the second one. Hakeem Jeffries, the Democrat, got two twelve. McCarthy got two o three. And then, believe it or not, Representative Jordan got 19. So if you're not familiar, what happened was Representative Jim Jordan, who I really like, by the way, uh, just a solid conservative dude, um, Representative Jim Jordan is, is poised to be the chair of House Judiciary. That's one of the ones that will oversee the major investigations of things like the Hunter Biden laptop and what happened to the pullout from Afghanistan and you know, different different things like, you know, our relationship to China tied together with Wuhan and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, Jim Jordan has been openly, and even though he's a member of the Freedom Caucus, has been openly saying, yeah, I'm going to wind up supporting McCarthy because he wants the position of, of House Judiciary Chair. That's where he wants to be. Well, Representative Matt Gates went to the floor after Jim Jordan had personally spoken to nominate um, Kevin McCarthy. Matt Gates went to the floor and nominated Jim Jordan himself. And his statement was, maybe we need somebody who doesn't want to be the speaker. That's interesting. Well, Alabama's Barry Moore said that he's working with the Freedom Caucus, that he is not uh, on board yet with um, Kevin McCarthy. I don't know where he broke out in the vote. I've not seen a by-name vote. But what we're looking at right now is, uh, unlike as many other delegation members, says a story on 1819 News dated today. Representative Barry Moore of Enterprise, Alabama, told 1819 News that he's working with the Freedom Caucus to negotiate for the rule changes. In his words, quote, once these negotiations are complete, we will elect a speaker and get to work fighting the Biden administration's radical policies. Um, I'm watching right now on the floor of the House as McCarthy is meeting with a number of members. I can't tell who all they are, uh, but you can tell it's an animated conversation. And apparently their caucus meeting has gotten pretty light, but it should It should. I I don't mind there being internal fusses as long as they eventually work down to the point that they get there, and they're going to get there. Uh, If 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 two weeks from now I'm still I'm still doing the story with you, then I'll be concerned. But right now, I am I am I would be more concerned if the Freedom Caucus capitulated without the rule changes when they have the leverage to get it, because right now McCarthy needs their votes. Had we had a, you know I hate the fact that we didn't have the Republican wave. But if we had had a Republican wave, the Freedom Caucus would have less leverage. Right now, though, because we have a slim majority, he needs the Freedom Caucus to be on board. And that means they have the leverage to say, OK, you need us. Here's what we want. Nineteen of their members are right now standing in solidarity saying, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this until you give us some things that tell us that you're willing to be different than what we've been seeing from the establishment. That's what they want. They don't want the establishment just to keep same old, same old, rocking on down the road. Um. Hmm. Wow. Uh, I got a list here of the things the Freedom Caucus wants. Uh, well, first of all, there's some things that are going to be gone anyway. Like, did you know that they still have pandemic rules in the House of Representatives? Aside from the proxy vote, I know Boomer's got his hands in the air right now. Really? <laughs> uh, just, yeah. Uh, what would you imagine, Booms? I mean, uh, so if I, if I name some things, what would you think would be on the pandemic rules in the House? I don't know. Wash your hands? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, they still got it where that literally uh, representatives and staff on the floor were having to wear masks. Whoa. Yeah, and, and they're doing away with that. And uh, yeah, finally, Man. they're doing away with that kind of thing. I mean, used to, for a while there, Boomer, it was ridiculous. Like you go into the rotunda that is between the house and the Senate sides of the Capitol building. Yeah. You go into the rotunda and magically you didn't have to wear a mask anymore when you got to the Senate side,
1: oh. because apparently
0: there was no contagion on the Senate side. There was no, there was no COVID on the Senate side. There you go. Ain't no COVID. Yeah. It's, Just it's, come on over here, guys. It stops at the house. <laughs> Those nasty house people. All right, listen, we're going to come right back. My friend Mike Russell from D.C. will be on the phone with us. He's been in political consulting for quite a while. We'll get his thoughts on what's happening up there and where we're headed next. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.